Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following content is brought to you by Orange Thunder, Abigail 13, and Paul Bramblett. Can you believe that Nintendo did this? They had a Nintendo Direct, and we're going to talk about their Nintendo Direct today. It was a Direct Mini, but we'll talk about that in a minute or two. Um, right, right now, before we get started, I just want to let everybody know that this is episode 574 of Nintendo Switchcraft, and if you've never listened to the show before, then do me a favor and head on over to my Twitch channel or my YouTube channel or my Discord or all three. If you want to find links to all of that stuff, head to runjumpstomp.com and you can find all of the appropriate links. Uh, I do record this show on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays live on my Twitch channel or my YouTube channel, depending on the day. Uh, So make sure that you head on over to those places and follow on Twitch and subscribe on YouTube. Let's talk about Nintendo's uh, Nintendo Direct because they shadow dropped one. Let's get started. Now I know how you're spending the holidays watching Nintendo. All right, everybody, let's rewind back to... Uh, The olden days of Monday, when I recorded the previous episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, and on that episode, I said there were rumors that we were going to be getting a Nintendo Direct on Friday. And, you know, I looked at all of the options for what, what a Nintendo Direct on Friday could be like, and one of those options did come true, but they didn't wait until Friday. They ended up showing the Nintendo Direct today on Wednesday instead. So I want to take a second before I talk about the the news for the Nintendo Direct, you know, all of the stuff that they talked about. And well, first I'm going to describe what kind of Direct it was. And then I'm going to talk about how I think they did the right thing. Uh, so, So first off, what kind of Direct was it? Was it a full Direct? Was it a Direct focused on one game? Was it a mini Direct? Was it a Indie World Direct? Well, it was a partner showcase, uh, Direct Mini. This is where they show off their um, the titles that are coming to Nintendo Switch from their their partner publishers, and not necessarily like indie games. So the indie world is where they talk about indie games, and then the Direct Minis uh, could be a lot of different things. But in this case, it was. You know, we've got Square Enix and stuff like that. You know, the bigger publishers that are bringing games to Nintendo Switch. And this one had a lot of Bandai Namco and stuff like that in it. Now, this is what they uh, they call a shadow drop, where they, they didn't tell us that this was coming. I mean, it was rumored that we were getting a Nintendo Direct on Friday, but usually what happens when... Um, when they when they do a Nintendo Direct is that a couple of days beforehand they'll say hey we're doing a Nintendo Direct on this time at this day 
and then everybody shows up and they have a pre-recorded thing that they then live stream. So it's live and we're all watching at the same time, but it's also pre-recorded. Now, first off, I want to say that there's better ways to do that, uh, especially on YouTube. Like on YouTube, you can pre-record a thing and then you can set it so that it's not live streaming it. It's up. It's just up on YouTube, and then everybody still watches it at the same time by using a YouTube Premiere. Uh, Nintendo doesn't tend to do that. Instead, what they do is they have their pre-recorded video. I assume they load it up into um, OBS, and then they hit they hit go live, and then for about I don't know twenty minutes before the Nintendo Direct. Um, they are live with just like a static image or a slightly animated image that says we're, we'll be live shortly and chat's talking about all of the predictions of things to come. And then they hit play and it, it plays the video and we all watch it together. I, I don't really like that way of doing it. I would very much prefer that they just have a YouTube premiere, but that's not the way it would work on Twitch. Although I think you can do premieres on Twitch as well. I think that there's better ways to do it. So what did Nintendo do this time? Well, they didn't do either of the things. They didn't do the regular thing, and they didn't do the thing that I think that they should do. What they did instead, and actually I think in this case it was probably a good thing, is they just said, oh, by the way, here's a Nintendo Direct. Uh, watch it at your leisure. Uh, and they just like it was done. So you could hit the button and it would go live, or not go live, it would start streaming. And then you could skip forward if you wanted. You could skip back, you could pause it, all of that crazy stuff. So there, uh, of course, there are people who want to know, uh, is there going to be a, and there's one more thing at the end. So of course they, you know, before they watch the direct, they skip to the end to find out if there's a one more thing. Um I think that it's good that they didn't tell us about this a couple of days early because by not telling us about this a couple of days early, we don't have, and by we, I mean Nintendo nerds in general, of which I consider myself part of that, uh, part of that cohort. Uh, we don't have the chance to unrealistically expect more than Nintendo's going to deliver. So rather than, um, rather than telling us, hey, we're going to do a direct in a couple days, and immediately everybody says, wow, well, ah, Breath of the Wild 2, Metroid Prime 4, Super Mario Galaxy 7, that doesn't happen because they're just like, here's the direct and we get to watch it. I think, I think that that's really the right move when you don't have much to talk about. And in the future, I think that Nintendo would be better off doing what they did today unless they have really big things to share. Because inevitably, people fall for the hype, they overexpect, they blame Nintendo for under-delivering on promises they never made, and then everybody's mad about something. Well, everybody who's unreasonable is mad about something. And if you're one of those people who's mad about something and I just called you unreasonable, sorry. That's just the way I think about it. Anyway, I think that they did a good job with this. And 
even though I'm there's nothing for me to there, there's like all right let's let's talk about what they actually made in their announcements for this Nintendo Direct okay we're going to talk about the actual news now not just my thoughts about how Nintendo handled it stick around Target announces the grand opening sale of its 19 new Los Angeles stores. Target's exploding prices on ColecoVision. Experience arcade game quality with push-button keyboards and eight-direction joysticks. Complete with Donkey Kong cartridge for just $169.99. Okay, I got the press release sitting right here in front of me. I posted it to my website as soon as I was able to. Uh, my website, by the way, is runjumpstomp.com. That's where you can go to get to see this exact thing. And I'm not going to read through everything. I'm going to tell you all of the games that were announced and my thoughts on some of them. I will say that overall, I was pretty disappointed in this direct. Not, no, um, I don't think that's the right word. I don't want to say that I was disappointed. There was very little in this direct that interested me even a little bit. And that's okay. It doesn't have to interest me. There was one thing, I think, in the whole thing that interested me, and we'll get to that in, in a minute. Let's let's look through the games that, that Nintendo talked about in their press release. So Just Dance 2021 uh, is coming out on November 12th. Cool. Uh, World of Tanks Blitz, uh, that comes out on September 9th. I will say that overall, I think that um, this game... They, you know, they talk about like millions and millions of players. I assume that that means that that World of Tanks Blitz is crossplay with uh, the other platforms, and so now you can play this game on your Switch, which is cool. I don't care even a little bit about World of Tanks. It's never been a game that has interested me, and I've never really enjoyed playing any playing a tank game since combat like combat no not combat i mean combat i played a lot of combat on the atari 2600 uh oh my gosh what was the name of that tank game where you were like first person sci-fi uh tank game i can't remember now uh adam 3247 says i think tank blix is actually out later today i downloaded via the website a few minutes ago well maybe you're right adam let me look at the press release again uh, it says, uh, World of Tanks Blitz is available now. Oh, okay. So, yes, you're right. Available now for the Nintendo Switch. New players who log into World of Tanks Blitz on Nintendo Switch prior to September 9th, that's where the September 9th thing came from, uh, can collect a special free gift from the in-game shop that includes a T2, I'm assuming that means Tier 2, medium tank, three days of premium account access, a 1,000 gold, and an exclusive avatar. Yeah, just reading that right there made me care about this game even less. Uh, it's just not a game for me, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be for me. I know a lot of people are very excited for Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. I I am not interested in this in the least. Most rhythm games I don't care about. I will say the one rhythm game that I do wish would come to Nintendo Switch. And I'm, I'm being completely ridiculous here because I feel like that these two games are probably very, very similar. But I have no interest in the music in Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory because I've never played a single Kingdom Hearts game. But the one rhythm game that I would really like to see on Nintendo Switch would be Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. That game is really cool. Now... 
this game seems very similar to that. Although Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm has more of a 2D aesthetic and Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory has more of a 3D aesthetic. The the thing, like I was watching the, the stuff and they're showing like, uh, what's her name from from Frozen singing Let It Go and like that's the, the song in the game. I just, I'm not interested in those songs. So if you are somebody who loves the music in Kingdom Hearts, then you're probably really excited for Melody of Memory because it's probably going to be pretty good if you like that music. They also talked about some other um, rhythm games, which I'll get to in a moment. The one game that jumped out to me as something that I would be personally be interested in, but I'm still not going to buy, is Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris 1 is a fantastic game on Nintendo Switch. It, it really is a wonderful game. You play either Tetris or Puyo Puyo or a combination of both, and it's a really fun game to play. It's also a really fun game to play where you and other people are playing on the same screen. It's awesome. It's a great game. Playing it online is a horrible experience unless you are absolutely amazing at it uh, because everybody who's on there is really fantastic and I am terrible. Like, I can play Tetris 99 and be okay. I I tried playing Puyo Puyo Tetris online when that game first came out and people were just like my switch exploded in my hand for how badly i lost that's how that's how good people are on this game so i would not get this game personally me i would not get this game if you are are looking to play online but if you want a couch uh you know have a couch rivalry with somebody this game is awesome i'm not going to get it though I'm not going to get it because it basically feels like uh, DLC for Puyo Puyo Tetris. And if I want to play that, I'll just play Puyo Puyo Tetris. I'm not interested in the extra stuff. I'm certainly not interested in the story stuff because the story stuff in this game is... Well, I don't know that I want to say bad because I skipped most of it. It's really annoying. Like, their voices are very, very annoying. So I just skipped most of it. I, I was not interested even a little. And then I got I got a certain amount of way through the story, and I said, I'm never playing the story again. And I just reserved this game for if my wife and I want to sit down and play against each other. That's really what this game is for. But if you don't have the first Puyo Puyo Tetris, then don't buy the first one. Buy this one, because this one basically includes everything from the first one and then it has a couple of extra things. For me, the couple of extra things are not worth the upgrade, but maybe they are to you. All right, let's move on to the the next rhythm game, uh, and then we'll take a quick break after that. The next rhythm game uh, that they talked about is uh, Taiko no Tatsujin uh, Rhythmic Adventure Pack. And, you know, go ahead and be proud of me for uh, pronouncing that as well as I did. I'm sure that I butchered it a little bit. But I didn't stumble over it. And the reason for that is because uh, this is one of the games that was on uh, 143 Pixels. Um, 143 Pixels, if you did not know, is one of my other podcasts. And on each episode, I have a friend come on and we talk about one of their favorite games of all times. And I had James Jones from Nintendo World Report. And he came on the show 
and talked about uh, Taiko no Tatsujin, and that's how I know how to pronounce it. So thank you to him. Um, this is basically a bongo game. Okay, I, I said bongo, and people are going to be like, these these are not bongos. These are based on a specific kind of uh, drum kit, which I can't remember uh, like what it is off the top of my head, and I'm not going to read this stuff out loud. But basically, you you this is a game where you could um, like have physical little drums that you could play on in order to play the game. And I think that that's really cool. I've never played it, but when I was talking to James Jones about it, he loved this game, and he told this really cool story. And if you listen to this episode of 143 Pixels, you'll hear the whole thing. But he listened. He he told this really cool story about when he was in he was in Japan visiting, and he saw this girl just destroying this game uh, in a, in a Japanese arcade. And he was like, I absolutely have to play this. And he ended up really really loving it. The thing about this is that it has more than 130 songs in the collection, and uh, the way that they described it made it seem like it was actually two games. It says, join Duo-chan in two great RPG adventures by time traveling into the future or by saving the world from strange incidents. Okay, so maybe it's one game. No, because it's a rhythmic adventure pack. It's, it's two games. Uh, oh, hold on. I am understanding now. It took me a minute. It's two games from the series. So these are older games. The the Taiko no Tatsujin game that James Jones was telling me about, he was telling me about the newest one in the series, and it seems like these are older games from the series that are being brought to the Switch. So it's like a little combo there. All right, let's let's move on and talk about something else. Dear Atari Anonymous, my son Boris has a missile command problem. My mission in life is to save all of mankind. Hey everybody, it is your weekly reminder that there is a place that you can go to help me make this kind of content. Uh, That place would be patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. What do you get for helping me out? Well, there's a couple of different things that you can get depending on uh, which membership level you choose. If you choose the buck a month club, guess what? No ads. That right. That's right. You get your own RSS feed that has no ads in it. So if you don't want to hear about whatever sponsor is uh, trying to help me out this time, then you can be a sponsor for a buck a month and get rid of all of the ads. Perhaps you want to hear these episodes as soon as I'm finished editing them. Well, then that's what the early access tier is for. Maybe at the end of the show, you want me to say thank you to you personally with your name on the show. That's where you go to the become a producer. Or there's the game director, which gets you access to an exclusive sticker. And if you're an executive producer, you get a mug. And then because somebody asked me to do this, there's also a tier where you can get a hoodie. So if any of that stuff sounds like something that you want to check out, then head on over to patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you had told me... Bill, I've got an idea for a game. You're going to like this game. I would say, okay, tell me more. And then you would have said, you are a huge fan of, uh, you know, Rocky. You know, Rocky 1 and Rocky 2 are amazing movies. Rocky 3 and 4 and 5, not so much. But then Rocky Balboa, great movie. And then Creed, absolutely fantastic. I haven't seen Creed 2 yet. But if you had said, Bill, we're going to make a boxing game about the characters from the Rocky series, I would have said, oh my God, yes, let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to call it Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions. I would have said, okay, I think, yeah, Creed is is newer, but I would have called it like Balboa or something like that, like, or mentioned Rocky. Um, but you know, whatever you want to do to appeal to the, you know, the younger people who don't remember, um, you know, Rocky. But then when I saw the video for this, I was so very disappointed. Like this, it doesn't look good. It just kind of looks forgettable. Um, God, the website doesn't even have screenshots from it. So there's a screenshot on my website that that I had grabbed from the press kit. Um, it, it just looked kind of awkward. It looked like it's a fighting game more than a boxing game. And if that doesn't make any sense, I understand. Boxing games should feel more realistic, in my opinion. And this game did not feel real. Just from what I, just from the trailer, just didn't feel realistic at all. Um, if you had said, hey, Bill, uh, in the Nintendo Direct, there's going to be a, a Rocky-themed boxing game, I would have been super excited. But I'm very disappointed by what I saw. It just doesn't look all that great. Here's what they have to say about it. Rise through the ranks in this knockout boxing game starring some of the most famous fictional boxers of all time, Rocky Balboa, Adonis Creed, Victor Drago. Uh, experience a true underdog journey through the story-driven interactions and fierce battles with intuitive controls and hard-hitting fighting techniques. Plus, players can hone their own boxing skills in classic Rocky training montages. In free play mode, fight as Rocky Balboa, Adonis Creed, and an entire roster of fighting legends from Rocky and Creed franchises, including uh, the ones that I already said, and uh, Clubber Lang, who was played by Mr. T, and I believe Rocky II. Uh, or maybe it was that Rocky Three. You know, I'm not sure which one it is. 
Anyway, it was a small part. He was not in a huge part of the movie. Uh, multiplayer is also available, so players can go head-to-head with friends in adrenaline-fueled matches. Step into the ring in spring 2021. I want this game to be awesome, but it just doesn't look all that great to me. It felt really kind of just janky. And I know that Mr. T is a big dude. And I know that, that Sylvester Stallone is not a big dude. I mean, he's a he's a big dude as far as like muscles, but he's not like super tall or whatever when you compare him to other other action stars. And I get that Clubber Lang was supposed to be way bigger than Rocky Balboa, but when they put them on the screen next to each other, it felt like I was looking at caricatures of these characters instead of something that's supposed to resemble the real thing. I almost felt like they made their heads bobble-like. Like If you're really old, like me then you probably remember in NBA Jam, and I don't remember how to do it, but in NBA Jam, there was a way to make everybody's heads huge, uh, which was kind of cool because they were using real people, and by making their heads really, really big, they were able to make the features more recognizable, and Joel Mead's reminding me it was called Big Head Mode. I felt like some of the characters in... Uh, Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions, terrible name. Um, I felt like some of the characters in that, their heads were bigger than they should be. Maybe it's the swelling from getting punched in the head so many times. I don't know. But it's, I don't know, it's just kind of weird to me. And I, I, I wish that it was something different. Um, speaking of something different, Jump Force... I must have actually missed this in the in the direct, but it's in the press release. It says here, Unite to fight a dangerous threat and save humankind in Jump Force Deluxe Edition. I, I feel like I remember Jump Force. Oh, okay. I know what Jump Force is now. I saw this and I did not see what the name of the game was. And I said to myself, this doesn't look fun even a little. Um, but basically it looks like it's some kind of some kind of game featuring heroes from manga and it's got like 50 characters in it um characters from one piece dragon ball naruto and you should be very happy that i said naruto the the right way because i've always called it nataro or something like that Uh, because i don't watch any of that stuff so i don't know anything about these characters it comes out on august 28th which is uh, in a couple of days and the Deluxe Edition includes Character Pass 1. I don't know what Character Pass 1 is. I'm not interested in Jump Force even a little bit because I don't care about any of these characters. Of course, if you are somebody who care about these characters, and there are a lot of people out there who love... I had to pause to remember how to say Naruto. Um, Dragon Ball and One Piece. I've never heard of One Piece. If you're one of the people who love those things, then hey... August 28th is the day for you. A day for me, possibly, is tomorrow, August 27th, and that is Final Fantasy... I'm sorry, not to... Um, well, yeah, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles comes out tomorrow. I'm very excited for that. Um, but in addition to that, Final Fantasy... Cole- let me rephrase this. Collection of Saga, Final Fantasy Legend, seems really cool. 
it's these old Game Boy games. They were called Final Fantasy Legend. I never played any of them because I didn't get a Game Boy until the Game Boy Color came out. And I was never into Final Fantasy games until I played Final Fantasy VII. But I'm always up for checking out stuff that I've missed. And uh, these games look like they're being played on an old Game Boy, which is really cool. Um, it was originally These games were originally released for the Game Boy, and there's three titles. Final Fantasy Legend, Legend 2, and Legend 3 comes out on December 15th. And um, I think that there's going to be a lot of people who really enjoy those. All right, we've got three more things to talk about real quick. Stick around. Okay, Captain uh, Sabusa, I don't know if I'm saying that right, Rise of the New Champions, uh, says, Defy the Rules of Soccer. It's like an arcade soccer game. Um, it, that seems very anime inspired. Like they're, they're showing these moments where two people are kicking the soccer ball at the same time and like time slows down and, uh, you know, very anime things are happening on the screen. It's got an anime style art, uh, like art direction to it. Um, I'm all for arcadey sports titles. So that actually seems kind of interesting. It's called Captain Captain uh, Subasa. I could be saying it wrong. Rise of New Champions. And that comes out on August 28th. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons, which is already on Nintendo Switch, has DLC called Creeping Winter. Uh, they say brave new missions and take down relentless mobs on a journey to defeat the wretched wraith at the center of the storm. Um, I haven't played Minecraft Dungeons very much. I've heard that it's very good. I'm not really interested in it. If I'm going to play that game, I'm probably going to play instead Diablo. Uh, but that's just me. That's okay. The next game that I want to talk about is called Fuser. It's from Harmonix. Um, if you go back to like last gen when we had all of the plastic instruments in our house, there was Guitar Hero. And Harmonix's answer to that was Rock Band. And then there was... Um, DJ Hero, which was like the, you know, like EDM style music uh, for Rock Band. And it came with this weird peripheral, which looked like turntables and stuff. And Fuser feels like an answer to that. Uh, It's coming out on the fall. I don't care. There's so many things in this Nintendo Direct that I just don't care about. I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think that this was a good Nintendo Direct? Do you think that the that this Nintendo Direct was weak? Uh, let me know. I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. For me, overall, I think that the fact that they did the Direct the way that they did it was really, really good. But there's nothing in the Direct that I really care about. and And I think that there's almost nothing that I would actually pay money for right now. Uh, there's definitely things that I would recommend, but most of it is going to be for other people, not for me. Uh, so that's that's my take on the Nintendo Direct Mini. So here's my next question. Do we get a Nintendo Direct on Friday? We had the rumors of a Nintendo Direct coming on Friday, and then instead on Wednesday, Nintendo just drops a Direct without saying anything. So do we still get a full Nintendo Direct on Friday? I think that the chances of that are happening. Well, most people are going to say, 
we just had a direct. We're not going to now get a real direct. And I, I understand why people would say that, but Nintendo has done that in the past where they do a, uh, like a mini direct and then they have a full direct like right afterwards, like a couple of days later. So is it possible that we'll still get the the rumored Nintendo Direct on Friday? I think it is possible, though I think it's unlikely. Buy an Odyssey 2 now and get $82 worth of free games, including Pickaxe Pete. So I had planned on today uh, going over your responses to my question about you know your predictions for the Nintendo Direct. I don't think I'm going to do that today. I'm already I've already kind of gone long talking about all of the stuff that that was announced today. Uh, what instead I'm going to do is probably tackle that stuff on Friday, especially since I don't think we're going to get a Nintendo Direct on Friday. I I, I fingers crossed that we do, but I don't think that we're going to. Uh, another thing that I was going to mention, and I'll just mention it and and move on, is that Nintendo tweeted out that we we have access to a bunch of NES games and Super Nintendo games. I wish they would not mention that at all unless they're announcing new ones because all it does is make people mad. All right? So moving on. I want to thank our producers. If you didn't know, you can help me make content like this by heading on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And you, if you join at the producer level, then I thank you at the end of each and every episode. Uh, people like... Eric Smith, Josephine, Jordan Forbes, Matt Hadfield, Bowser, Travis McGuire, Trucker Paul, and it's okay. I'm not a sports ball fan either. He changes his name each and every episode. So thank you very much to our producers and all of our other patrons. You guys are all uh, fantastic. I do appreciate it. If you want to check out our community Discord with over 1,500 other people, our uh, me on Twitter, our Twitch channel or our YouTube channel, then head to runjumpstomp.com and you can find all of the links right there. The music that you are hearing right about now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. I hope that you have an awesome day. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.